and welcome into Straight Up Sports. I am your host, Devin Albertson. I'm on my way down to Jasper right now to watch Southwest Livingston take on Jasper. So you're recording this. this is probably before this game happens. I'll do another one after this game to kind of recap the entire week. But a lot of action there in Friday night. Uh, so I want to kind of go over everything that I saw or kind of observed this weekend. Uh, we'll start with the number one team in the state, according to the media poll, North Andrew. They traveled over to Albany. A tough game there for the Cardinals um, as they played a good Albany team. And I'll get into Albany here in just a second, but first for North Andrew, they were down by two scores at halftime, struggled a bit um, to get things going against a pretty good Albany front. Um, it just, I like what Albany's bringing to the table a little bit this year so far. I think they're a really good team. Um, but North Andrew, they did some things, made some adjustments there. They're very well coached. Both those teams, I'm sure that was a coaching chess match there between uh, Fountain and Williams over there. Um, so good job at both those teams. The battle all the way to the end. Um, I know being at South Holt, Nahue Holt game last night, they were rooting for Albany for district seedings and stuff like that. But North Andrew got the win. Uh, haven't seen the stats for that one yet. I'm sure Coach Williams hasn't posted. I just haven't looked yet. Um, but North Andrew, there's a tough team to, to pin down and beat kind of deal. They're just going to grind it out. Uh, Albany took a lead with about three minutes to go to go up by four. North Andrew comes storming back and takes the lead back from them again with about a minute to go. So congrats, North Andrew. I think that was your biggest game left. I know Worth County could be interesting next week if they're healthy. Um, so I'm really interested to see how that kind of works out next week. A very interesting game. I believe that game is at North Andrew. It's definitely a game that I'm kind of interested in. Um, and it's borderline game of the week material there. There's a bunch of GRC teams. Games that will be pretty good next week. I'll get to that more in a later podcast. Uh, but congrats to North Andrew. Big win. Uh, the two seed, Southwest Livingston. They're playing today versus Jasper. Um, going on from there. Three seed was North Shelby as they hosted Stanbury and a barn burner over there. Every time I look back, look like Stanbury had the control a little bit early on. Um, North Shelby, kind of with the difference versus North Andrew, they battled back a little bit, was able to force overtime. North Shelby scored first in the first overtime, uh, did not get the two point conversion. Stanbury would respond, got their own touchdown, and punched it in for two for the win. A uh, tough, heartbreaking loss there for North Shelby. But I think they kind of proved that where they kind of stand in the state, though, still with a loss. Um, they're every bit as good as Stanberry. They might not be on the level of a North Andrew or a Southwest Livingston at this point, but they're still a very good team, a very formidable foe going into postseason play. I think they're the second-best team in that district still, just behind Livingston, but ahead of Lutheran. So... I like North Shelby a lot still. I just, they, they got to find a way to win those big games against, they found a way last year beating Pattonsburg and North Andrew. This year they haven't quite been able to figure it out with North Andrew and Stanberry. Um, but they're a team, a bunch of juniors, I think only one or two seniors. So they're a team that's going to be dangerous again next year. Uh, this year's not over for them. They got plenty of um, fight left in them. And they're well coached by Coach Bass. I know everyone I talk to has a lot of respect for Coach Bass and everything he's done over there. Um, at North Shelby. So I really like that team a lot still. They're still a top 10 team for me. I'm going to drop them down the rankings a little bit this week. And it's not because they lost by two to Stanbury. I wasn't as high on Stanbury going into this week, so I'm going to bump Stanbury up just ahead of them. But they're going to be back-to-back in my poll. And I'm just hiring the 275 conference teams, as I said earlier. Uh, up next, I think it was Mound City. No, Drexel. We'll go to Drexel next. Drexel 
defeating St. Paul Lutheran. We got some votes in last week's poll, uh, 35 to 14. Drexel was up early on them. Uh, then they jumped up to a 27 to 8 lead in this kind of second half cruise to a win there. Um, but I think Lutheran did better than I thought they would in that game. Only losing by three touchdowns. They were in that game a little bit. They were very competitive. And when I told somebody last night, they're the poor man's, maybe poor, poor man's North Andrew and the way they play football and their style of play keeps them in games a little bit. I don't know if they can see, I don't know if they can beat the big teams, but they're going to be able to play with them at least because of the way they play. They're going to keep games close. They're going to play really good defense. Um, the Saints play great defense over there, so they're able to keep things close. Drexel pop up a couple big plays against them. Um, but after that, I think their defense kind of locked down a little bit and maybe limited Jacob Coffey from his normal production there. So kudos to the Saints for that. I wasn't as high on them going into the last week. I did rank them last week. Um, so we'll see what they can do going forward. They have a Pattonsburg team coming to town uh, this coming Friday for their homecoming. That should be interesting. Two completely different styles going out there, but I'll get to that later this week. Um, so yeah, good win for Drexel. They're going to probably bump to three in my poll going to the next week. Uh, I'm still deciding on number one. I, I really like Southwest Livingston. North Andrew has the resume right now. I just think Livingston, I think if they played today, might beat them. So I'm trying to weigh those two right now to see where I want to go with those two teams. But we'll see going forward. Um, so those are my top two teams, Drexel three. I'm going to have South Holt and Holt at four. They were eight last week in the media poll. I have them at five or six last week there with East Atchison. I watched them in person again and they're just they're gonna grind the ball right at your face pretty much with that triple option. Drew Quinlan is a wizard at it. He's very good, very poised. He just makes great decisions the entire time with the ball in his hand. Um, last night with Mound City they were down Landon Papa. Tony Osborne the quarterbacks he's gonna be out for a while. I'm not sure if he's even gonna come back this year. He's got some other issues going on. Um, keep him in your prayers a little bit. They're still trying to figure out what exactly is happening to him right now. Uh, so just keep Tony in your prayers uh, there for Mountain City. Um, for the other kids, I'm not sure if they're going to get a couple of other guys who are injured back. I think they're going to get the Messer kid back next week if he passes concussion protocol. So that would be nice for him to get back on the field. Uh, but when you're missing probably your two best defensive players, in my opinion, with Caden Messer and Landon Papa going against that triple option, it's going to be a recipe for disaster. And I think the Spartans still would have scored. I don't know if Scroggins goes for almost 200 yards against him if Papa's there uh, with Messer. I think they'll do a better job of slowing him down a little bit. But he's still going to go for a bunch of yards there because they couldn't stop that fullback dive. Um, if you start stopping that, then you got Quinlan on the keeper, then the pitch play. The, the triple option there, the last option there, they killed Mount City a couple times just getting to the edge on him. They did the same thing versus Worth County in week one. They struggled to do that versus Southwest Livingston earlier this year in their one loss. That was kind of their crux. They couldn't get that pitch play to spring for big yardage. They scored, I think, the second play of the game. They hit Harris on the pitch on the outside, took it for 60 yards. Gannon Phelan scored in the same play. I mean, they did a great job on that third option of that triple option, getting that pitch play to the outside. And Quinlan, he's so big and strong, and you just kind of see him take on one or two guys, and all of a sudden he just pitches out last second. And it just it makes it's a lot of pressure on your defense to make sure tackles, and that's just tough whenever Drew Quillen has the ball. He only had – I had him for like 48, 50 yards rushing yesterday. He had four touchdowns because once he, they get inside the 10-yard line, they just dare you to stop their 210-pound quarterback who's a freight train. Uh, I think Coach Peterson called him Superman after the game yesterday. He had a nice – I wish I would have got this on video yesterday. Right in front of me going towards the east end zone, 
on the Navi Holt sideline. Uh, they were at the 13-yard line, I believe. Um, Quinlan, I think he went back to pass, and then he scrambled out of, out of the pocket, got to the edge. Uh, one of the Mountie players tried to cut him, had to try to chop his legs down, and he took off from like the five or six-yard line and dove into the end zone, um, head first, just balls outstretched. Uh, looked like Superman a little bit there, so it was a great play by Quinlan. Uh, he's a heck of a competitor, and... Uh, so that's been Southwold Nawi Holt. They just did their thing. They scored 69 points. Uh, nice. They did a nice job with that. And just They got that last touchdown of the game to shoot down the right sideline. He caught that pass. He dropped a couple of – dropped one touchdown earlier and dropped a pick also in the game. So it was good to see him bring that ball in to seal the 45-point win for Southwold Nawi Holt. Uh, they hit the extra point to get the 69 points and uh, 45 Mount City in the beginning of the fourth quarter. That didn't happen a whole lot to Mount City uh, in the past few years. So – I don't think they have been 45 since Stanford. I think it's the first time Stanford's been 45 in a game. So, uh, just And for Mountain City, early on, they had a decent game plan. Uh, they kind of took the Spartans by surprise because Mountain City, as everyone known for the last 20 years, has ran their wing T formation, that just the basic offense. They have in the past a couple of times. I know whenever I was in school and Luke Sanders was the quarterback, they did throw some uh, four wide. Just, it was a running offense out of the spread a little bit there. They just wanted to get their guys in space a little more. But for the most part, it's just been in tight. We're just going to scheme you to death with this running game. They've struggled with that a bit even with their guys there. So they try to go spread, try to go four wide, and try to hit the Spartans over the top, which isn't a terrible game plan against Southwell Nottie Holt because they are not great in pass coverage. They never have been. That's one of the reasons why Livingston took it to them back in week two. Um... But if you look at Southwold, not only hold, they did a nice job adjusting to that a little bit. It took about a quarter and a half. Uh, but Coach Schaefer and Coach Walker there on the defensive side for the Southwold, not hold, kind of figured some things out. They moved some guys around the field. They moved uh, – they had Quinlan out there covering a little bit. They moved him to more of a middle linebacker spy on the Dirk kid, who I'll get to here in just a second, play decent. And that really kind of slowed down their offense a little, a little bit. And it's just hard to hit shot plays like that over and over. Um, we are asking – backup maybe third string quarterback to make big plays like that again and again it's just tough to do that versus a good defense that likes to hit um so but kudos for mount city for getting their guys a couple chances there they hit a couple big pass plays and then as i'll get to dirt right now he had a nice scramble there in the red zone in the to make it 20 to 18 when he avoided i think the whole pass rush kind of had a linebacker and then dove into the end zone pretty much for a touchdown the pole within two that was a very impressive play by Connor Durr. I said he looked a little bit like Wes Hughes on that one against Southwold Nowy Hold earlier this year. They kind of struggled with that, uh, getting spread out and the quarterback scrambling. Uh, but after that is when they moved Quinlan, the middle linebacker, again and had him just spy Durr. And then <clears throat> that just it worked a couple of times, and that was pretty much it uh, for that. And just Mount City did nothing in the second half offensively. I think it was 2018, and then. The next closest it got was um, 32-24, I think it's the closest it got. And then the Spartans scored the last 35 points of the game and just ended that one um, right there. So a good win for the Spartans. Uh, Connor Durr, I was impressed with being a second or third string quarterback kind of deal for him. I thought he played well. I think he played hard. Um, just made some big plays for him there in the first half. It just wasn't sustainable. Um and I'm not going to criticize Mount Save for this too much because they put that offense in in a week, pretty much. They just didn't have any secondary counter punches to we're going to try to hit you over the top. They didn't have a whole lot of 
counter punches when the Spartans were able to adjust a little bit. They didn't have anything to follow it up with. And that's not really, it's, it's hard to implement a week, an offense in a week that has not just the punches, but the counter punches to counteract what the defense does to you a little bit. So it's not their fault with that. It just, it's just the reality of the situation there. Um, the Spartans are just a better team. It just Everyone kind of knew going in that it was going to be a very Spartan favorite game because of some things happening. But as Coach Peterson said after the game, you can only play who you have on the field. He was worried about his guys and making sure he got them in situations to be successful, and he did that. Um, and so kudos to the Spartans for a big win there over Mountain City. They're, I think they lost three straight times to the Panthers. Um, I know Coach Peterson always gets his guys up for that game. They almost took him down two years ago. Um, they were able to get him back this year. And right now, Southwold Nami Holt, East Atchison, and Southwest Livingston are all kind of a three-way tie there for the conference title um, with EA and Mount City and Southwold Nami Holt both losing the Southwest. And the Southwest, their one loss is the Mountain City. Mount City has two conference losses now. So I think right now we're looking for a tri-champion. Uh, I think that's the way they're going to work it. Uh, just go by losses because I think Livingston is going to play more conference games than Southwold Nami Holt and EA end up doing because things are weird. Uh, EA and Southwest might play the same amount of conference games actually in the end, but Spartans won't because their game next week versus Rockport got canceled, so it's just kind of a mess with everything going on there with COVID and stuff, but I hope the Spartans can get a game next week. That's all I'm going to talk about with Mount City, Southwold, Nami, Holt, Spartans. I would have been very curious to see how the game would have been with teams at full strength. The one thing I have there with Mount City, as I said earlier, they've struggled to run their normal offense to their normal success especially against good teams like a EA in the first half or a Southwest Livingston this year. They kind of struggled with their running game. They had to hit shot plays through the air to kind of score a little bit, which is very unlike Mound City to have to do it that way. Um, so we'll see if they can kind of adjust here and they get that figured out come playoff time. It's going to be tough to get it all figured out if your guys aren't playing because they're injured. So we'll kind of see. I think if they would have been at full strength, if you would have had Osborne, Papa, Messer, and all those guys – um, if they're all there, I still think South Holt Nami Hall has a chance to win that game uh, just because what Mount Seed usually does well is run the football, and you're not going to be able to run the football well against South Holt Nami Hall if you didn't run it well versus Southwest Livingston. So I think they're pretty comparable defenses there on the running uh, side of it. Um, whenever it's in a, especially it's in a phone booth, South Holt Nami Hall is very good in that situation. They saw it versus Worth County, um, you've seen it a couple times this year. The one game they struggled defensively was Livingston when they got spread out. It wasn't because uh, Livingston just lined up and we're going to be in a phone booth and beat them up. They just they knew they wouldn't do it that way. They were smart and spread them out and used their strength to their ability. So it's kind of the way it is. Uh, East Atchison, they beat South Speed Stewartsville Osborne. Uh, from what I saw, scoreless first quarter. Um, and then EA scores 44-6. to South scored on 44-6 in the second quarter. Ends up winning it there early in the third. So good job for EA to get that going. I think it kind of reminded me of my senior year. We had homecoming versus Craig Fairfax at the time, which is no longer a team, which neither does not we hold. We're co-op too. Things changed so much in years. Uh, so it had been 2013, our homecoming. It was 0-0 after the first quarter. And Craig was, I think, winless, or they maybe won when they weren't very good. Uh, we were solid, and we came out and just laid an egg in the first quarter. And then we went out and scored 44 in the second. And then we had to go to halftime, come back out, score a touchdown, game was over. So we ended up winning that game 50 to nothing. It's just one of those games where you knew you were the better team, you knew you were more talented, and then you just came out flat early, and then you kind of figured things out late. 
the second quarter and they did that and got a big win. So good job for EA. They got Stanbury coming up this week, which is a mammoth game. Uh, Stanbury has one of those about every week now. So we'll see how it goes. And I'm ready to see East Atchison in person again. I'm probably going to go to that game. Should be a top five, top ten matchup at minimum. So we'll see what goes on there. So not much to say about EA beating Stewart for Osborne. Kind of did what they were supposed to. So we already talked about Stanbury. We talked about Tuttle Nave hold. Uh, Archie. They, I, think they got, I think they got their guys back. They won 64-6 over Appleton City. So a good bounce back win for the whirlwinds there in that one. Uh, good job for Archie. Um, Appleton City kind of struggling this year a little bit. So Archie, good job. I don't have a whole lot to say about you guys winning by 50. So... Uh, almost 60 points. Good job. They're back to being the number one ranked offense in the state because Pattonsburg picked up a game for Worth County being uh, COVID out. And in doing so, they went up and played East Mills, who, from what I heard from my Iowa people, they're a top 20, top 25 Iowa team. There's about 65, 70 Iowa eight-man teams. So they're kind of middle of the pack to upper level um, in Iowa eight-man and Pattonsburg just got rolled, 63-14. to 14. Big win for East Mills. Um, from what I heard from that game a little bit, from what I've picked up from some Pattonsburg people, is uh, Jones had the case of the drop, which is not like him. Um, so he had a few drops in that game. Emix kind of banged up a little bit. They couldn't really get Langfit going. So, And Zane Reed is a young quarterback. I mean, he's a young guy, first year starting. Uh, but he just made too many mistakes, did too many penalties. Their defense still is still Swiss cheese at this point. So when they're playing a good team like that, and they can limit what you do on offense if you're Pattonsburg. I never, I never thought I'd see the day where Pattonsburg would score just 14 points in a game. I did not see that day coming. I thought even if they lose big, they're still going to score 30, 40 points at least, like they did versus uh, Stanbury, North Andrew, and they're going to give up 70, 80, but they're going to score points at least. So seeing them held just two touchdowns in a game is just surprising as I'll get out for me right now. So, which I guess Worth County should have done a couple years ago, but that was also weather-related too. Um, but just kind of shocking there to watch Pattonsburg uh, get manhandled the way they did by East Mills team, which is a, a good Iowa team, but they're not special by any means. They're not Fremont Mills or someone else up there in Iowa. It's one of the better teams. Um, <clears throat> other kind of general thoughts... Sorry. Uh, Norwood Harden Central beat Bramer again. Good for Coach Thacker. Get that win. Uh, Northwest Hughesville beat Keatsville 40, 50 to nothing at halftime. That game was over, so good for them. King City went to Skyler. As they said on Twitter, their flight arrived there. They were ready for game time. It was a long drive there from King City to Skyler up to Queen City, Missouri. Um, got a big win there over the Rams, 52 nothing. Good for King City. Get that win. Uh, trying to think who else kind of comes to mind here as big games. Uh, Oric, they beat Santa Fe 55-26. And then we'll go to the 275 conference. Some of the lower level teams uh, had some great games. Northwest not only they're at a conference game versus Bishop LeBlanc. They won that game last year. This year they come up short 36-14 LeBlanc. Uh, I think the the Lang Schulte. I can't get the kid. I'm sorry Fred. I can't get your last name right. I'm not looking at it right now. I believe he had five touchdowns in that win, so good for him. Kind of get things going there and kind of open the scoring up. What I heard after the game, um, that game was much closer than the final score indicated. So LeBlanc, congrats for the win. They needed that one a little bit. They're three and four in the year now, so good win there for LeBlanc. They needed that going forward. Uh, then 
275, two teams who have both had just, who have combined for one win on the season so far, Platte Valley and DeKalb. Maybe the game of the day, I mean, 52-50, big win for Platte Valley. Uh, they've been banged up the last few weeks. They got a big win over DeKalb. DeKalb was looking for their first win of the season. They do not get it. Uh, so Platte Valley, they got Stewartsville Osborne next week. They're going to try to get a little winning streak here going into postseason play before they play EA in week nine. Um, so I feel bad for DeKalb. I was hoping they'd kind of get a win this year. Uh, it's probably not going to happen at this point. I think they got Mound City next week, and then I don't remember who they have week nine. Uh, maybe it's Northwest Nottoway? No, they got a couple of my old. I don't remember who they have week nine. Um, for DeKalb. I don't, it's not coming to mind. I can't think of it. Give me a second. Huh. It's not Southwest. It's not South Omaha Hole. It's not Rockport or Mountain City. Well, I can't. I can't think of who they're playing the last week of the year. But so we'll see what happens with the cab kind of going forward. Maybe they got Stewartsville Osborne Week Nine. I can, maybe that's it. Um. I think. It's, I think that's what it is. Yep. So we'll kind of see how they kind of go down the stretch here. The big win for Platte Valley game was back and forth. Uh, DeKalb went up a couple of scores there, and Platte Valley clawed their way back in it, I believe. So, good job by the by Platte Valley get that big win. Um, as they're still in a seeding battle there, if they can beat Stewartsville Osborne next week, uh, they'll have a great chance to possibly be the sixth seed and jump up from the eight to the six due to some head to head because they got Rockport, Northwest Nottoway. So, for Platte Valley to get the sixth seed, they need to jump Northwest Nottoway in points, and then they'll have the tiebreaker head to head over Rockport, which would supersede them losing their game to Northwest Nottoway. So that would kind of go, but right now it would be Rockport, Northwest Nottoway, Platte Valley is a six, seven, eight seed in district number four. Um, Albany right now is the five seed over there. Uh, Worth County four, Mount City holding on to that three seed as of right now. It's Stanbury two, EA one. So I'm guessing EA Stanbury next week, the winner of that game will get the one seed in that district. So uh, big game, it's a huge game next week. Um, I think district number three right now it's North Andrews, South Holt, Nottoway Holt, Pattonsburg holding at three, Warwick four, King City five, six is LeBlonde, seven, Plat seven uh, Stewartsville, and eight is DeKalb. Kind of off the top of my head there with some of the district standings. And then I'm not going to go through a district two. I think the top three right now would be Livingston, North Shelby, Lutheran, um, I believe Norbert Harden Central, Concordia, Schuyler, Santa Fe. So, yeah, I said I wasn't going to go off the top of my head, but then I could. So, I just did it. Okay, so I got seven minutes or so before this recording dies on me. Um, and then we also have the district number one. I believe Drexel overtook Archie in points last night. So, it should be Drexel, Archie, Northwest, Hughesville, Liberal, Jasper. Rich Hill, Appleton City, Osceola, I believe is the rankings there in district number one. Um, that's kind of where we're at with that. Um, I'm looking at my rankings right now. Uh, let's see, I'm probably going to go, I'm probably leaning North Andrew one right now, Livingston at a 1B. Uh, we'll see how they look today a little bit. That might change my opinion. I doubt it will, though. Uh, three, Drexel. Four, I'm going South Holt, Nottoway Holt. Five, East Atchison. Six, Stanberry 7, North Shelby. I hate dropping North Shelby that far, but 
I'm not jumping Stanbury over EA quite yet. That winner of that game will kind of uh, jump to that sixth spot for me. I got Mouncy at eight, Archie nine. I'm still trying to figure out who I want in that tenth spot. Uh, teams I'm kind of considering: uh, King City, Worth County, Warwick. Probably consideration. Lutheran, a little consideration. There's there's about four to five, maybe six teams that Northwest Hughesville might get some uh, maybe in the consideration. I might drop them in there just to give them some love going in the rest of the year. Um, so there's a lot of good games next week, though. I mean, there's North Shelby, Oric, Pattonsburg, Lutheran, um, Worth County, North Andrew. Uh, two games I'm probably going to try to go to next week is Albany at King City and EA at Stanberry. I'm probably going to try to split some time this week. Um, so my plan right now, because I'm coming from KC, is I'm going to stop by Albany, King City for probably about a quarter or so to see how that game's kind of going early on. And then once that first quarter ends, jump in my car and head up to Stanbury. It's like a, what, a 10 minute drive between the two schools uh, to watch the rest of EA versus Stanbury. So that's kind of where I'm at there. I want to kind of get a good view of both those games. I haven't seen Albany or King City in person this year, and I kind of want to. Uh, I think they're both pretty solid teams. It's playing a really tough schedule. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a great game between those two teams. Um, and EA Stanbury should be a blast there. Uh, that game, I think, to be a defensive slugfest. First to 30 might win. Um, Two-point conversions are going to be huge in that game because touchdowns are going to be at a premium. So you got to execute in the two-point conversion game to win that game, I believe, in my opinion, there going forward. Sanbury found that out this week when they beat North Shelby in overtime by two. Two-point conversion was a difference in that game. It just was. Um, so, yeah, next week's going to be a blast. Uh, we've made it to week eight almost. I just got to watch this one more game here with Southwest Livingston and Jasper. Uh, I think Livingston has the advantage here pretty heavily in this one. So, thank you guys for listening. Um, I just passed the Archie exit, so I still haven't made it to Rich Hill yet. Um, but I'm on my way down here. I'm in Wemo territory at this point. Um, also, the Wemo is weird. I didn't say this earlier. Uh, Liberal beating Osceola 76-40. to 40. I okay. Like I don't understand what's kind of going on with there in that one. Uh, Osceola may be playing better the last couple of weeks, especially offensively. Their defense is still uh, the worst in the state. They're averaging giving up like seventy-seven points a game, and that average just went down after allowing seventy-six and seventy the last two weeks. <laughs> um, so, still not great there defensively there for Osceola, but they're starting to figure things out offensively, so the scores look better. Uh, they're no longer worse, the worst team in offense and defense in the state, just just defensively at this point. Um, also, shout to DeKalb. I looked it up. They scored 44 points through their first five, six ga- five games. Uh, they scored 50 last night. So uh, good to see them get some points on the board a little bit there and kind of get things jump-started for their offense against Platte Valley. Unfortunately, then they're going to get a, an angry Mount City team next week as my phone just fell. Um, that's it for you for me this on this one guys. You guys enjoy, stay safe. I'll let you, I'll hear from you guys again after this Jasper Southwest Livingston game.